today's topic is self-healing learn to self-heal and what an what an appropriate time because i don't know where in the world you are and what's really happening but in north america um there are a lot of people actually working uh, through flu symptoms and uh and a lot of people don't necessarily have covid but uh, there's a lot of flu type energy that they're working through in their body so it's it just feels like an appropriate time to be talking about self healing so i'm going to uh begin talking about self healing um but i want to just set this up this conversation up more at a micro more at a macro level and then we're going to kind of go into the micro level what what's really happening energetically really um being as human living on this planet um before we even incarnate we exist as oneness oneness with the source oneness with the source of light the source of creativity the source of creation the source of love and as energy being we are simply feeling experiencing embodying that oneness at all times now when we incarnate in the body uh, we split up and there are many levels of split happening the number one split is as um as human beings we are split up like our body now is separate and as human beings we are so like engrossed with our physical existence that we you know very and these things are just happening very unconsciously and it's happening with everybody out there that we simply are just the body engrossed in this one experience and um we you know we can't see the source we cannot see divine we cannot see higher consciousness higher power we can't see light and we're simply this like really dense body and the body that most often doesn't feel safe actually uh, in the world you know there's a lot of like safety uh, mistrust that shows up then we have there's a split happening emotional at the sacrum level where <clears throat> we are split between a male and a female now think of it as a soul we are all of it right there's no split in the gender and now we have to how do i act like a woman how do i act like a man am i a man you know good enough and you know am i a woman um am i meeting the standards set out there for me as a woman can i do what men do there's like a whole new level of split happening at that level and then at the solar plexus level in our upper belly there's a split happening at at the power level right who has more power who deserves my respect um who has more power in the world and who's the who's the doer like am i the one taking actions um then that means all my you know what happens the outcome of this action is almost like a parameter with which i got to judge myself for this failure or its success right so there's a split happening at that level then we get into kind of the heart space and there's another split happening around our self image our worthiness uh you know our identity right that's a big one what is your identity right do you do we know who we are and most often than not we actually don't and 
maybe we have bouts of this information of who we are and it's so easy for the mind to forget, right? And I'm not talking about who we are as your human identity, right? That I'm Shakti Sharma. But at the grander level, as a soul, who are you? What is your soul gift? What are you here to do? What's the purpose that you're living here? And we go into these all kinds of relationships um, with different identities. The identity of a mother, like let's say if you have kids, the identity of a mother is the protector. And I, I need to help you take all decisions in your life. Um, identity of a father, again, is, uh, uh, again, more, I need to take care of my kids financially. There's just like, you know, you may have, if you have uh, <clears throat> studied psychology, I'm really referring to archetypes um, that we, the roles that we assume. And they these roles go with us in relationships. They go with us everywhere unless we're aware of what identity am I showing up in? Am I showing up as a soul, this bright light? Or am I showing up as someone who has assumed an identity and a responsibility and a set of expectation and a set of blah, 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 right? It just starts creating these layers and layers which re really erode which really kind of corrupt in a way of who we are and who we can be in that state of purity and then there is this split of that that's taking place in the throat chakra which is who is communicating right whose communication do i need to trust um do i trust the outside communication do i trust the inside communication the communication between my body my physical body my being and if i do trust how do i communicate that there's like a whole level of like split taking place there uh, Ajna chakra here, uh, which is a third eye chakra. Um, this is where we we hold a lot of mistrust in the world. It's like the world versus me, and this is such an important place in our body. It it really is our connection to our mind, right? This is where our brain lives. This is where the left brain, the right brain lives. This is where, you know, our mind is really literally, the, the brain controls everything in the body. There's a communication taking place from the body to the brain. The brain decides kind of what happens and how to respond, how to react. And then there's a split happening right there. Well, am I left brain, right brain? Am I... Am I in this kind of um, analyzing state, right? Do I analyze everything? Do I take these very logical mental decisions or do I step into rest? Do I step into receiving, right? So there's that split happening um, at that level too. And then there's this crown, which is, well, whose truth do I trust? You know, whose information do I trust? Whose information do I use to live my life, right? And there's like a split happening between all kinds of information, distractions, teachers, right? Teachers, gurus, like all that information gets plugged in here. And, you know, the 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 path here, the, the reason I'm describing 
different levels of split here is to is to share that every split that is taking place you know has a symptom in the body so every each chakra that i just took you described to you has a gland associated with it that gland is you know releasing hormones that gland is really regulating hormones what to produce what what the body consumes harmonically and and what to do like how to operate in this world now you know like for example you know at the root base root chakra level there's a gland uh you know for for male uh, the their balls are right there right the male you know sexual organs are right there and they're producing uh, hormones at all times then at the second chakra level at our sacral level we have ovaries located there very important um you know organs glands that are creating hormones at all times then we have uh, our solar plexus and then from there we have adrenal uh you know gland sitting there we have heart we have mammary gland here we have uh, i think it's hypothalamus located here then we have thyroid here Uh, then we have a pineal gland here then we have uh, what is that pituitary gland connected to the crown chakra so our physical body is really uh, the glands uh, you know that are creating hormones they are just simply regulating uh, different levels of hormones and they are uh, they are the ones keeping this body running optimally or running with the best available information and and the hormones really affect you know the the chakras and hormones really affect how do you feel internally and there is really no answer that medical science has uh, and by the way this conversation can be easily be a bashing of medical science which is not my intent at all so i'm just going to watch my words here my intent here and really stay true to the integrity that i promised you guys in the beginning um but there's really what i'm the point i'm trying to make is that there's really no information out there on why a certain person you know have a certain illness or condition manifest in their life and i have personally found um, a lot more answers in the world of energy medicine so um where do we go from here i want to talk about healing at this point so this is kind of the landscape of at the macro level all 7 billion people human beings alive living on the planet really this is these are the splits that we are working through and every split is creating an illusion um of reality you know it's constantly changing reality it's constantly creating you know what happens in our reality and at the same time what is self healing what is healing before we even talk about self healing what is healing is really returning back to oneness it's really helping our body helping ourselves to return back to that level of oneness which can feel like a big deal right it can feel like oh shakti are you talking about enlightenment enlightenment um it is more like combing your hair and it is 
every time you see a knot and you just take the comb and just you run the comb through that knot, straighten it out. And every day you basically tie your hair, you make a nice hairstyle. It's really healing is really about meeting yourself and bringing yourself to a place of wholeness, to a place of love. Whenever you notice these knots in your hair, uh, you know, knots energetically in your body, you really um, do something, you really take an action, you really serve yourself to really bring yourself back to that wholeness, back to that love. And and really align yourself with your soul. So we naturally love ourselves, but because of all these kind of splits that happen, a lot of the kind of different energies start to get activated in our space. And sometimes, like we, most times we feel it like I was okay. I don't know. I just feel like low right now. I just feel like just emotionally angry right now. I just feel like the sadness is taking over me. And these are all signs. This is all how this is how our energy communicates to us through our thoughts, through our emotions through our physical sensations to tell us look there's something going on that needs deeper alignment there's some part of you that is feeling a bit out of love feeling a bit out of that wholeness there's something some kind of you know um i'm trying to find the right word there's some sort of I don't want to call it distraction, but there's something that is really taking you out of alignment. And sometimes these things are small and sometimes these things are big. So at the body level, this is kind of the what healing is, what the process of healing looks like. At the body level, right, at this like identity level, Shakti Sharma level, what affects one individual is um really a, a, a few different things and one is what happens in my reality is really what is what has happened in the past in my other lifetimes because this is a soul's journey right the soul is aggregating all the information from the past experiences, gathering it up and using it to live this present life. But now living in this present life also opens up the opportunity to learn new things and refine the old information. So there is like a lot of kind of baggage we carry to really straighten out, to kind of run the comb through and straighten out all these knots from our past lives, which totally are parallel lives, you know, because there's no sense of time that uh, the spirit existence. So it's like all happening. I don't even know billions of lifetimes for you happening at the same time. And you're existing in, in all kinds of dimensions. We're such multidimensional beings. So there's a lot of like stuff we get from our past life. So for example, I may be feeling, you know, all of a sudden pain in my left shoulder. And when I tune in energetically, I could see that there's this there's another lifetime, Shakti, Shakti's lifetime where she is actually 
you know, in a situation where she's just feeling so responsible about, you know, being in one relationship, so responsible about, I'm just making it up right now, about like her mother. And a lot of that responsibility affects her left shoulder, right? And the you know, when I can clear, when I can have the awareness, I can clear that lifetime or at least remove that lifetime from my space, hold my boundaries, create solid boundaries. I don't have to bear that, that you know, shoulder pain in this reality. So one of the most important um, yeah, two, actually, I'm going to I'm jumping around. So I'm going to come back here. Another way how different energies affect this very unique experience in the body is our ancestry. We have the DNA of our ancestors and that DNA holds all the information, the body level information about how our ancestors lived their life, what really happened in their life, in their lived experience. All of that lives in our body within our DNA. And a lot of times our ancestors had their own journey. And, you know, in the last, you know, few decades of evolution on earth, people had so much trauma. People had, our ancestors did not have peaceful lives, right? They, they had all kinds of experiences and uh, we inherit all that in our body, which, you know, by the way, it's called genetics in the science world. Genetics, well, well, you have diabetes, well, it's genetics. Well, you have blood pressure, it's genetics, right? Everything is genetics. What genetics is, um, is really that at the DNA level, what information are we using? And when I say information, I really mean that how do I operate in, in this life, right? How do I eat my food? Just little things like how do I eat my food? How do I walk? How do I, um, what's my relationship with my work? You know, what, what is it that I want to do? All of that, when I don't have that information from my soul, I default to the information of how my ancestors lived their life, right? What is their definition of success and failure? And I try to use that, but it doesn't work because my body is built for my soul. It's not built for living a life um, based on how my ancestors live. It's like taking this like petrol car, like a gasoline car and putting diesel in it, right? And that is absolutely going to show up as incongruence, misalignment, and can also manifest illnesses right there. So that's that's another big piece, which is really part of our, uh, you know, exist in our DNA, which is really the base of, you know, this body working, functioning, being alive. And then the other set of influences are that take place during our conception, right? You know, there's a whole conception process, how you were conceived, how what your parents thought, their state of mind, you know, your mother's state of mind, your father's state of mind, why did they want to conceive you? It all affects us, you know, that nine month utero journey, oh my goodness, is so sacred everything that is playing out in our life we we started 
right there in our from the conception to the utero to the birth birth is a massive event conception birth death these three events are massive we clear most karma most of the healing what we're here to heal really takes place uh, during these th- uh, these three big events we heal we clear we release so much you know, from during our uh, birth, as well as your death, your conception process. And that's why these are one of the biggest, biggest events for your whole life. So that that also plays a really big factor. And then what happened is, you know, from the time you were born till you were like maybe three, four years of age, what really happened? Now, you as a baby didn't do probably much right you were probably just like smiling being happy like you know smiling at people around you and you cried when you needed a diaper change you cried when uh, you you needed to be fed when you felt unsafe you just cried again you asked your mother to uh to kind of hold you and by the way i'm just giving a shout out to my mother as i'm saying that so even though you were simply you simply observed, you know, you didn't really do anything, you know, big things, but there's a lot that was happening around you in your parents' life, in your grandparents' life, in your cousin's life. And these early years of your life, you have seen it all, you have experienced it all. And because as babies, we are so sensitive that we get program really fast in that you know early years of our life so think of it this way like as as babies we really come in as souls on earth we really come in as souls and you know we're, we're learning to kind of find our way how to operate in the world and we start looking at people around us well and then we started to understand well if my my father lived his life this way, you know, that's how I should live too, because we're learning, we're so open and sensitive, we're learning at that time on how to be, how to walk, right, everything is just new to us, how to speak, and we pick up, unconsciously, we pick up programs uh, from people around us, and that is really a big, big, massive programming that exists at the body level. So, this is really what's playing out for you at the micro level. I'm, I just put some, uh, created some notes in the mornings. So I'm just uh, going back and forth uh, in them. So how, let's say, how Brianna comes to her truth, her wholeness, is going to be very different than how Shakti comes to her wholeness. How Mitesh, the path that Mitesh has to take is going to be very unique to the path that Sarah is going to take, really. And the reason I love using intuition is that my intuition is going to guide me on my next steps very differently than how Sarah's intuition will guide her versus how Matasha's intuition will guide him versus Brianna, Suzanne, everybody's 7 billion different blueprints of getting to our, our wholeness, getting to our liberation, getting to our 
state of really coming, you know, in alignment with our soul. And the reason I love using intuition is that it does not have to meet any standard. It's so raw. It's like this inner voice in you that is just going to simply guide the way forward and say, well, Shakti, I know you have this, you know, uh, your, your shoulder pain. This is your next step. And this is how you can heal it. And this it, it's literally a voice. Um, it's voice for some people. It's seeing energy for other people. It's feeling energy for other people. But it's it's really the feeling of, uh, it's really the sense of what do I need to do to heal something in my life? And your your intuition can really help you, support you in taking your next step. So it's like when you start attuning yourself to the world of energy, Everything exists in polarity where there is effort, like you're, you're in struggle about doing something so much. There's also ease available, right? Like the, the universe is so like abundant, right? When you start tapping into energies at that level, it's so abundant. It holds everything for us. It has creation. And when it has creation, it also has destruction, right? The polarities exist when it has ugliness, like really somebody just feeling ugly. It also has beauty in it. It, it has all of it available at any given time and you have this ability to choose well right in this moment what do i want to have what's my next step for healing uh from this one situation one sensation one experience what do i need and this is when you can connect with your intuitiveness and ask, okay, well, I feel this immense pain in my sacral chakra being a woman. I feel like I can never do these big things. And I'm literally like tuning into myself right now and and pulling out these gems for you. And it's literally, I, I can totally see the energy that has gotten me so overwhelmed and bombarded. And it just feels like a lot of control in my space. Well, the opposite of control also exists is freedom let me give myself the shower of you know permission slip the shower of energy that that means freedom and let me bring that in the body and really try to neutralize that charge of control and 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 kind of see what happens and as i do that that energy of control which was looking like little yucky black energy is starting to convert into this almost this like peach color like orange and pink mixed in together and this is literally what's happening in my body right now and the more we become sensitive the more we open up our senses sensitive sensitivities the more powerful we become in healing ourselves really the more powerful the more the more sensitive we are the more our senses are open up the more powerful we become in really giving ourselves what we need we really become powerful in our awareness of what's playing out in our field in any given moment and to really meet all our needs right in this moment and there's no one to go to there's no one to beg there's no desperation in any relationship it's just you sitting like 
your own mother, your own father, your own child, everything that you need is given to you. You have ability to access it right away. Now, one example of this, and you guys may find this hilarious, but it literally ruined my whole morning, okay? Okay, maybe it didn't, maybe it did, but it, it came at the right time. I was getting ready, and what happened is I'm taking shower, and I, I got like good 25 minutes to take shower, and, and you know, some days I take express shower, some days, take, some days I take longer showers. Today is my express shower day. I know I have plenty of time. And I go in the bathroom and turn on the um, faucet, like turn my shower on. And I'm just taking shower. And it's like good, you know, water. It's not super hot. Um, my body just loves to stay warm. I have zero tolerance for cold. And this is something I'm working on to not have so much like rigid repulsion towards one temperature or the other. But literally what happened is that water turn into cold like my worst nightmare is like i'm living it and i have at that time i have shampoo on my hair right <laughs> you can imagine i have um you know soap on my body and literally the shower is turned the water is completely cold and i'm not talking about like you know semi cold i'm talking about like cold cold like ice water cold and I was like, okay, you know what? It's been the whole shower system is acting out for some time. Let me just let it, let the water run. It'll it'll turn warm, hot, and nothing changed. Nothing changed. And I was like, okay, how long do I wait? I literally waited for a good 15 minutes. And I kid you not, I was so patient. Like I understand energy. I understand some things just come in our awareness. And Nothing was changing. So I was like, okay, I need to go in the other side of the house in a different bathroom, try this out. So I, you know, walked myself out of the bathroom, went to the house. The, uh, you know, we, this the room that I'm uh, doing live is like a studio apartment separate from house. So I went in and I turned on the other shower. And guess what? Same thing. Same thing ice cold water that just would not turn warm and I tried waiting there again it just did not turn warm and all of a sudden I have this moment and I'm noticing like the awareness right when when you are in these when, when you're like starting to attune yourself to energy I'm noticing two things happening one is I have this like almost reaction to ask my husband to bail me out. That's like one thing that's happening. Like I almost need this masculine bailing out in that moment. And then I became aware of the other thing, which is, well, what's in my body is activated. What is creating this reality? Like I know I don't like cold at all. This is the last thing I want to do is to be stuck in a cold shower. What within me is creating this reality? And I noticed there's like this energy in the right side of my solar plexus, like around the gallbladder area. Um, and it's like this like dark uh, blue spot that just like highlighted, like it's me, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's you. And um, what I did was I pulled that energy out. I 
separated myself from that energy and I didn't even have to like go in like deeper healing with it I just acknowledged that oh you're here pull it like sorry you can't be in my body you have to separate from me pull it out and all of a sudden I didn't ask anything uh, for my husband to do he had this urge of going to the uh, our garage check the water heater he found out that there was some error in it. He fixed that. He came back to me. And I'm doing all of this at that moment. He said, well, Shakti, uh, it should be fixed now. See what happens. And within, and this is all happening, unfolding within seconds in real time. And right away, my husband came back within like, you know, maybe 10 seconds, warm water start pouring in. And I was like, hallelujah, you know what a beautiful gift. But the thing is, as much as I hated being in that cold shower, I know my next step is to, I know that I would not have been able to clear that energy out, right? That yucky energy, this like very masculine controlling energy that doesn't let my body to regulate temperature well. And I'm like always too cold. I wouldn't have been able to separate myself from that energy if this did not show up in my reality, if this whole water thing did not happen this morning, right? The second thing, I am now so aware of this resistance I have to work toward cold. And what are the layers that go in it? Where is this resistance coming from? Is this my truth? Is this my energy? Is this somebody as somebody's energy? Is something that may have happened in childhood? Is is it something that may have affected my ancestors? It, is it something that may have happened in other lifetimes? But is there a place for me to be neutral to cold, right? Because if I don't become neutral to cold, I will keep resisting cold and I will keep attracting cold, you know, in my whole reality. So experiences like these any experience that is taking place in your life whether it's you know a physical condition you're navigating or if it's something that's happening in your relationship in in work everything that is happening is really showing up to serve you is really showing up to serve you to support you in the greatest expansion possible for you in this lifetime because the more you can be aware of what's happening energetically the more you get to step into your power and this is really the design we have chosen as human beings to grow for for the purpose of growth you don't always have to grow in this way you can also choose to grow in love as you start advancing into your intuitiveness but as you start advancing in on this path you you can absolutely choose to to grow from love instead of pain, and that is always available. But what I'm demonstrating here is that every little thing that's happening is really serving greater purpose for your growth. Maybe every experience in our life, no matter what name you give it, no matter what intensity it holds, no matter how ugly, how how just like how intense it is, everything is really serving our growth into oneness, right? That's where we started this conversation. And maybe there's a blessing in everything. And like my uh, beautiful partner, Mitesh says, it's like, he says it's really beautifully. Everything is working out for us at all times. 
And the more we can anchor on that, the more we can remember that and look at these experiences in neutrality, the more we can diffuse these situations and really return back to that growth, return back to that expansion, return back to that oneness. So I just want to take a moment. I'm being guided to summarize what I have said so far. You absolutely can self-heal yourself with awareness. Awareness is your potent tool, the biggest tool. Awareness is what, what is the biggest wealth you can have in this lifetime as a human being to be aware of who you are. The more you know <clears throat> who you are, the less tolerance you will have for who you are not. And just by you saying hello to these energies playing out in the field, you know, from a variety of different sources, you know, your different lifetimes, your uh, conception, birth, um, you know, childhood, uterine experiences, your ancestry, the more you are aware of it, the, the less they are going to, you know, the less they're going to dance, <laughs> the less they are going to play out in your life. And um, self-healing is, yeah, self-healing is uh, really your way of creating a solid practice of hygiene, practicing your energetic hygiene, really taking that comb and, and just like clear out these knots in your hair so that you, you feel good, you look good. It is so essential, so important every day, couple times a day. And um, a lot of the deeper healing work really happens at in the stages of trance. So people may say, well, Shakti, like how can I self-heal? Like, don't I need a medicine? Don't I need like a shot? Like, what do I do? What do I do, right? So <clears throat> this is like a very uh, timeless ability we have that people often don't believe in how powerful we are as human beings, especially when we go, we disconnect from our mind especially when this like active chattery mind is, is like kind of dormant. We're very powerful in our sleep state. Every night when we sleep, we're so powerful. We're constantly healing our physical body. Everything that happened during your day, you're pretty much healing yourself at night because your mind has slept. The mind is not an atheist mind. It's not a mind of non-believer. It's a, not a mind of that doesn't let you believe in your power. It's, it's sleeping. In that moment of sleep, deep rest, you really can. You do every day. It's naturally happening. It's not something that you need to learn how to self-heal. This is part of you being an energy being living in this human body. It's happening every night. And the second way how you can do it more is to by being in a state of trance, in state of meditation where you can let this mind kind of drift, drift off, where the mind is not an active participant in your reality, where you can actually be aware, be conscious of what's happening energetically, even though your mind and your body might be like almost in that like sleep state but you have fully control over not control i don't want to use the word control but the awareness of 
what's happening. Because when you have awareness of what's happening, right, you also have the ability to heal it. And it sometimes it does not need, most times it does not need a lot of formalism, tools, techniques, you know, uh, lots of like, you know, um, lots of like formal ways of healing with you being aware of something in your field, you heal it automatically. Um, I did this experiment um, with a student recently where the student said, well, Shakti, I, I can be aware of myself intuitively. I can see, but there's no healing happen. I'm like still sitting with the same thing. And I'm like, let's do an experiment. Um, let's, let me walk, hold your hand. Let's walk into this like space of closing your eyes. And I just want you to be aware of what the energy, like how the energies show up in your field. That's all I want you to do. And I asked that, um, uh, student to, uh, take one thing. And I think they were looking at their shoulder pain. I can't remember exactly what we looked at. And I said, okay, I want you to just close your eyes and simply watch yourself, watch kind of your energies. You don't have to do anything. Just give it a hello. What is creating your pain, you know? And, and I said, now you gave it a hello. Now see, is it still there? And they're like, whoa, I don't see that. I don't see it anymore. I see a different energy coming in. And, the, and I'm like, read that energy. What does that new energy bring in? It's like, oh, this brings in so much more um, clarity, so much more freedom uh, for who I am, like this permission to play that I never had before. I'm like, there you go. So it does not need a whole facade of like, do this, do that, do this, do that. It, it just needs this like intuitive, hello, hello, this is, I see you, I see you hiding there, I see you. And the, the, the moment you validate, this is who I am and I'm separate than this, this energy that's creating the pain, you know, the moment you even just that in a very, you know, split second, you made that distinction, it goes away because it knows it can be in your space. And, and, and all of this is available to humans at all times, but because of all kinds of conditioning that we go through in our life, you know, a big one is the medical conditioning. You know, there's a lot of trauma people hold from the medical system too. Again, with due respect, with, with deep honor of the beautiful work, the more, most important work that the doctors and nurses do, there is this dynamic playing out in the medical system, which is, well, if you are a doctor, you're here on the pedestal. I'm here. You have to figure out how you can heal me. But the thing is, it's your life. No one can figure this out for you. It's you. The more, the more awareness you can create about you, you can come up on the pedestal, be equal to the, these beautiful, amazing, selfless, you know, medical practitioners, and you can you can collaborate with them, make them your allies and work together towards your healing. But if this is an illness you have, a condition you have, there is really, you are the one who has to lead things in your life to be able to get good re results. Uh, 
So that's like one of the, one of them. And, you know, there are just multiple levels of um, programming we go through and um, which makes it harder for us to access healing, uh, self-healing. But the more you, again, learn to be in meditation, be in the state of trance, the more you can do it for yourself in a more effortless way. 